0: Welcome to Here's Johnny's Reviews, the movie review podcast that'll slice and dice or praise and hype a movie. Each and every month there's a thing, except this month, because I'm doing the prominent movies. I've wanted to these things for years, so I'm doing them now. Okay, if last podcast was a proto-slasher, then this feels like The Wars from *Money When on Elm Street, mixed with Kerry, with a hint of Poltergeist 3. This movie was a spec script, which I didn't know until researching this movie, called The Haunting of Hamilton High. However, I still hated that name, so slapped on Prompt Night and did huge rewrites and reshoots. And now we have this disjointed mess of a movie. Like I said, if it was like they used a *Passover* over Neatman Street script. In fact, writer Ron Oliver, who shot The Reshoots, Uh, called Wes Craven to ask for advice and he told him a quote give them a scare, a hard-on and send them home happy unquote. So there we have it, great advice I'm sure Uh, you just know this jumbled mess is a complete basket case of a movie but is it a fun time? Now let us uh, find out uh, here with its budget of 2.5 million Canadian worth $100,000 of which were uh, used on reshoots this thing pulled in $2.7 million, starring Michael Ironside, Wendy Leon, Lisa Scratch, Luis Fer- Ferreria, and Brock Simpson, uh, directed by Bruce Pittman and Ron Oliver. Uh, the plot, it's 1957, prom night. School Mean Girl dumps her boyfriend for his best friend at the dance. When she's crowned prom queen, he pranks her. Uh, but it goes horribly wrong and she dies in a in gulf of fire. Now, 30 years later, thanks to a haunted prom crown, she's back for revenge. Can the school dean, a priest, and the love of a good boyfriend save the soul of a girl who unleashed Mary Lou's doomed soul? Find out here. So, movie opens up on Hamilton High School at night as the totally not trying to be Nickman on Street soundtrack plays uh, we see shots of the inside of the empty school down to the boil room oh sorry i mean the basement where we see an old suitcase spring open and up pops the title hello mary lou prom night two probably the fucking best thing about this bloody movie is the title and then we see shots of a church and what i love about this is the editor opened a shot far too fucking early as we see the fake flash of lightning and then the fake rain start to pour well done editor more of him later in goes Mary Lou, played by Lisa Scrooge. Scrooge? Whatever. She runs to the priest to confess, well, brag all her sins. And write in red lipstick, for a good time, call five eight eight six three five eight, which was the director at the Times phone number. And thankfully, nobody called it. Anyway, she brags she disobeyed her parents, slept with many, many boys at school, and took the Lord's name in vain many, many, many times. So, she's a bad girl going to hell then, Kaden. Cut to the prom as she dances with her boyfriend, Bill, played by Steve Atkinson. to Fritie by Little Richard. One of the only actual fucking real songs in this bloody well movie. We see by her prom sash, this is 1957. And why is everything bathed in red light? Is this to signify Mary Lou is going to hell? Okay then. Bill takes Mary Lou off the dance floor as the camera pans to her hand. We see she has an ML initial ring on her fist, or rather on her finger. So she has this um, vanity ring on her finger constantly throughout this bloody well movie. I mean, hmm. given to her by Bill... And I'm guessing he, quote, pinned her. But much more expensively. Or is this where the addition comes from? Where you give your girl your class ring. Anyway, she gets him to get some punch. So she goes backstage to have sex with Buddy Cooper, played by Robert Lewis, who is Bill's best friend. Ouch, that's a dick move, is it not? He asks her why she's going out with a square like Bill. She answers, quote, his daddy's rich. Then he asks why she's going with him she replies quote because you got a nice big handful there boy oh that was bad uh, and what a complete utter fucking bitchy tramp she is over overhears this and storms off to the boy's toilet after mary lou hits him with quote it's not who you come with but who takes you home which isn't every one of these bloody movies in the bathroom, he takes a stink bomb, which looks suspiciously like a pipe bomb, from the school prankster and gets revenge on Mary Lou, once she is prom, eh, crowned prom queen. As Mary Lou makes way to the stage, Bill climbs the rafters to get in position. Before she's crowned with the cheapest crown I've seen the side of a wooden kiddies playset, Bill lights the stink bomb and throws it at Mary Lou, which instantly catches her prom late alight and engulfs her in flames, because it's a cheap-ass Brom dress Also this was the 50s You just know she had a whole can of hairspray So oh I don't know instead of dropping On a fucking Ford and stop dropping and rolling Mary Lou spins on a spot And lets the flames engulf her even more Jesus Christ No one and I mean no one In the bloody gym Helps her out Not one person could get a fight signature Or even a bucket of fucking sand Or even a fucking jacket Nope they just let her burn up as from the rafters, a stunned bull looks on. Minelou sees him and hisses at him as she dies. The fuck! And this is the first of many, many, many the fucks of this movie. And at the time, this was the longest solo burn ever shot on camera. Anyway, the camera then shows shots of the suitcase slamming shut. So is Minelou's soul trapped in there, or is she trapped in the crown? 30 years later, pops up. Here we meet good girl, Vicky Carpenter, played by Wendy Leon, as she checks herself out in a mirror to make sure she's slim enough to go to prom. 80s hot topic right there. To be skinny enough, to be perfect and pretty and blah 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 blah. And note, this is the start of the characters named after horror directors. In this we also have Cooper, Craven, Dante, Wood, O'Bannon, etc, etc. At breakfast, we meet Vicky's Rogers nut mother, Virginia, played by Judy break Mabur, even, and her browbeat father, Walt, played by Wendell Smith, and Calm the Fuck Down Carrie. I mean, this is the very start of the not so subtle Carrie references. I mean, the religious nut mother, blah 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 blah, not going to the prom uh, with a new dress, and this and that next thing, and da 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 da. Anyway, up roars Vicky's boyfriend, Craig, played by Louis Ferreria. When I say roar, I mean sputter, as he drives a scooter, which in some shots, morphs into a bloody triumph. Which, of course, her mother hates it, because he's going to hell, he's riding a morbid yada yada yada. He drives her to the local coffee shop, where she moans her mother won't give her money to buy a new prom dress. Well, be like Kitty Love, if you're going to rip the thing off, make your fucking own. So she's stuck with the old green dress. What she thinks they will all laugh at her, and again, get on one, so they won't all to laugh at you. Anyway, he gives her a gift of a solid gold cross, imported for later. At school, we see class nerd Josh, put by Brock Simpson, make a radio out of a potato and a skies in all these prominent movies. It doesn't work, so much so even the science teacher Mr. Craven, played by Dennis Robertson, mocks him as it blows up on his face. Uh, Craig is it sent to the head office, it's Bill, now played by Michael Ironside. Turns out he's Craig's father. They start fighting over whether or not Craig will go to college or not. As you do. Cut to Vicky, talking to her friend and school weirdo Jess, played by Beth Gondick i swear to god her hair is as big as her fucking torso she's dressed as a new age witch of sorts okay anyway she has to rush off to the doctors for a quick quote-unquote check-up on to school bitch monica played by actually kelly no monica I'm sorry. kelly played by beverly henry boasting it to her yes girls what her prom dress looks like she describes a horrible red and black polka dot polka dot even semi see-through dress with spanish dancer accents ooh okay kidan as in the basement prop room because of course the props are in the basement vicky finds madelose prom crown and boom she's taken over the second she opens the suitcase in Bill's office, a Badlow photoshopped class year photo of Mary Lou cracks in its frame as Vicky looks in a suitcase to find Mary Lou's crown and sash. Uh, shouldn't that be an evidence locker somewhere? Also, shouldn't Bill be in jail for fucking murder? Cut to Bill running to Father Cooper, now played by Richard Monette. Ah uh, yeah, Bill's best friend, buddy, went from drinking cheating douchebag to priest as you do, for help, but Bill doesn't leave his car and just drives off as the two stare at each other awkwardly. So, this is the first time in 30 years I've talked to each other then. Okay. Back at school, Vicky and her witchy friend are talking. Vicky asks Jess if she's okay, but she just shuts her down and storms off in a little mood. She's making some sort of hand sculpture thing and she's poking it and it's like... Okay. Kelly acts like a little bitch to Vicky, as she's uh, showing the art class, the prom stuff she found in the basement. So, is this the first prom since 1957 then? If so, why? Because there's a dropped line, where they say they, they don't have a prom crown, but they have to go down to the basement to find this prom crown. Okay. Anyway, Jess tells them all to grow the fuck up, as she storms off in a pissy little mood, as in the bathroom, Vicky learns Jess is pregnant. See, in... In the 80s, teen pregnancy was a huge hot topic button. Also, Jess doesn't know if she wants to keep the kid or not, even a hotter hot topic button. As that night at school, Jess, who is alone for reasons, starts to tamper with the prom crown. She does so by knocking a glass stone. So, all expense was spared in for this bloody outfit. Mary Lou don't stand for that shit. First, she tries to hang her by wrapping her up in a cape. Uh, then hit her with a paper guillotine. However, the movie doesn't have balls to kill a pregnant woman. I hear you ask. Wrong. She is thrown out the top four window at to her death below, as you believe it will do. All the while this is happening, I'm getting a major Nightmare on Street One flashbacks with um, the guy dying in a bloody uh, jail cell. And hold on a second here. She's wearing a different outfit. So what? She went home to get dressed for her big death scene then. Or is this just one of the many, many added scenes, and who gives a fuck about continuity? Later that night, Father Cooper is praying to a photo of Mary Lou, which falls off the wall and smashes the fuck. Next day at school, Jesse's dead body is taken away, thinking this is teen suicide. Yet another hot topic of the 80s is to right on the pulse of it. Jesus jinkies. So Vicky arrives at school on Craig's little scooter to be told of Jesse's death to Jessie's funeral the next day, held by Father Cooper. Uh, it's suicide. She wouldn't get a bloody Catholic fucking funeral. Walking home, Vicky sees Mary Lou's grave, and just stares at it as kids are heard, giggling and laughing, and crying behind her. Ooh, spooky. At school, Mary Lou's prom crown is placed pride in place in school's trophy cabinets. Why? If this is the first Sorry, if this is the last prom the school held, plus the prom queen was burned alive, why put this thing proud in place? Ego much meadaloo? Vicky seems obsessed with the crown. However, when her friend Monica asks her if she's okay, she says she doesn't feel right having the prom after Jesse's death. I mean, really? Why the fuck is the school having the prom after 18's suicide? Come on but Kelly, being a complete utter bitch, sticks up a poster telling people to vote for her to be prom queen, then tells Monica and Vicky to take a leave out of Jessie's book and just die. What a complete fucking cunty bitch she is. At lunch, Monica is asked to a prom by Josh, but she shoots him down. In walks at Vicky, who is then pulled inside of a nightmare world. Well it's nineteen fifty seven, but everything is dead and nightmarish and calm the fuck down, stranger things meets a nightmare on the street. In this nightmare world everything is burned and stuck in the fifties. Vicky sees cockroaches she's crawling over everything, and Jessie's head in the soup. This freaks her the fuck out, so she runs into a hallway where she's pulled back in after drinking blood from sorry, yeah, drinking blood from a water fountain okay then is this Mary Lou's own personal hell I mean hmm anyway she gets attacked by a greaser and sexually assaulted she then fights him off and runs off only to run straight into Kelly who gives her a dirty look for knocking over her books who in the fuck wrote this shit as that evening at dinner Kelly's mother gives her a letter from university she wants to go to which of course she opens because she's a Aussie bitch Kelly smart talks her mother by adding she's not going to university she says her and craig are going to make a thing of it and give it a go this pisses off her mother so kelly storms off to her room as in said bedroom kelly starts to apply makeup and tart herself up looking like mary lou she then removes it in horror i mean as if she's not control of her own body next day josh is still trying to get monica to Go to the prom with him. Take the fucking hint, mate. She's a princess. She's not interested in you. And at school, during volleyball, Vicky is knocked out and pulled back into the nightmare world after Killer hits her in the face with the bloody volleyball. What a complete cunt she is. In this nightmare world, Killer is tied up by a volleyball net turns into a spider web. And you calm your ass down for these fucking nightmares. Coming to, Kelly screams she's not a low. Bill overhears this, so goes down to the basement to see if the suitcase is still closed the fuck? He knows about Mary Lou's ghost? Why have the prom crown in the open? Also, why is it of the fucking prom? This is the first one in 30 fucking years. Oh my god. Later, Kelly is walked home by Craig. This pisses off her mother and she chases him away. Cut to Kelly in confessional as Father Cooper hears Mary Lou is trying to take her over. She also confesses her sin that she was bad she talked back to her mother, she has sexual thoughts about her boyfriend, and she feels something is inside of her. Steady. And she's telling him, Bill burns the old yearbook photographs of Mary Lou. As you do. So that night, Vicky is going to bed. Her full-sized rocking horse comes to life. I menaces her, but she doesn't look frightened. She's much more annoyed. And why the fuck has an 18-year-old girl got a full-sized rocking horse in her bedroom? Oh my god, she's then attacked by her sheets, pinning her down, and she gets sexually molested by unseen hands. But she gets loose easily and runs to the door, which is now locked from the inside. Okay, the demonic ro- rocking horse is kinda creepy, but it's more funny, so there's a swing and a miss for that one. I mean, it has this weird human tongue, and it goes... Uh, dear. Uh, hands start to come out of the mirror. Calm the fuck down, Portuguese 3. So she smashes it with a radio. No, not the mirror, but the rocking horse. The fuck? That night, Kelly visits Mary Lou's grave to ask what the fuck she wants. Father Cooper sees her and talks to her, and here Kelly tells him Mary Lou is after her. Cut to the church, and Cooper is trying to exorcise the demon. Calm the fuck down, exorcist. And by exorcism, I mean he has all his candles in a rosary shape. And the power of Christ compels you stuff by pointing the cross at the camera multiple times, because that's how exorcism works. He then returns to Mary Lou's grave to pray for her soul, but his Bible catches on fire. Next day, Cooper visits Bill at home and warns him Mary Lou is back. He doesn't listen and throws him out. And editing is so bad in this, you can actually see the mic boom several times and it's bloody well seen. So later, Craig picks up Vicky to take her to the coffee shop and here she tells him she thinks Mary Lou is after her and she's not in control of her body anymore. Calm the fuck down, Nancy Thompson. This ain't anything on Elm Street. This is more like an on Cedar Street. Same town, just lamer. Yeah, I mean, oh my God. Every, every town has an Elm Street. Yeah, every town has a fucking rip-off street, you know, so shut up. Oh God, this movie. At school, Kelly hits on... Josh so she can make him make her win the prom queen except he has a deal buster and she doesn't fall for it so she moves on and note every time Kelly is on screen screen rather she is holding a can of Pepsi subtle in English class once Kelly has spread rumors that Vicky is crazy Monica gives Vicky a 1957 yearbook so looks up Mary Lou and this pulls into the nightmare world making her think Kelly is Mary Lou so she bitch slaps her as later on Vicky is in detention here she's pulled into nightmare world once and for all after she says Mary Lou's writing help me backwards on a blackboard she's pulled in by demonic hands this turns into a swimming pool and she's sucked in cool effect but it's very Portuguese bloody well free and this is one of the many, many, many reshoots. Anyway, cut to Vicky waking up newt coming out of the suitcase. Mary Lou is now running the show. As in the church, Cooper is praying. So Mary Lou kills him in confessional by sticking a crucifix down his throat after coming to him. "As yeah, you do. Next day at school, Vicky slash Mary Lou is dressed in 50s attire and she has 50s sass talk. In the gymnasium, Mary Lou slash Vicky is helping put up decorations. The fuck? Shouldn't you be getting revenge on Bill, not fucking doing up prom decorations? You silly bitch. Also, why is Mary Lou killing people she's killing? She kills a pregnant girl for no bloody reason. She kills the priest, but that's for revenge, that's fair enough. But she kills other people just for the sake of it. I mean, she's not going for after people that didn't bug her her uh, death, moving the fuck right on. Because this movie's long enough as it is. Later in science class, Vicky slash Mary Lou sets Mr. Craven's balls on fire after he fills her up by using a Bunsen burner. Keep it fucking classy, movie. In a locker room, Monica confronts Vicky slash Mary Lou after she saw what she did to Craven. So Mary Lou hits on her in the shower, then chases her around the locker room until Monica hides in a locker. So Mary Lou crushes it, Crushes her brother with multiple lockers and turns onto pink custards, singing Wabba Baleeba Bamboo, as you believe will do. And note, Wendy Leon was supposed to be wearing a towel, not completely naked, but writer Ron Oliver demanded she be nude, so there we have it. So, that'll be the hard on side taken care of now for the scare and sent home happy. Much later, Mary Lou pulls Craig upstairs in the gym to have sex with him when he says no due to her coming on far too strong she calls him a fag and then beats him up who the fuck wrote this shit cut to craig stuck in a hearse with a Monica naked as bill watches all my blood pouring from his head wound what in the actual fuck am i watching but not to worry but it's a nightmare bill jumps awake as Mary Lou steals the ML ring from his desk. The hits of him again. Who the fuck wrote this shit? Who thought this was a good idea? This is beyond trash. This is nothing but a cheap wannabe Nightmare Elm Street clone. And I'm losing patience fast here. That night as Mary Lou rides Nightmare Horse. And walks her father. So she kisses him. And I'm done. This is utter shit. Who greenlit this crap? Who made this thing and went, this is perfect, let's slap on fucking Prominent name on it. Why the fuck is this thing tied to Jimmy Lee Curtis' He's Prominent? Is it because Jimmy Lee was big in the 80s and therefore they had to milk it for what it's really well worth? Oh god, Kelly's mother sees this and tries to throw out Mary Lou. So Mary Lou throws her through the front door and, oh uh, yeah. She's wearing a blue prom dress found in a suitcase that Vicky found much earlier on in the movie. Even though Mary prom dress is pink, but who cares about continuity? Cut to Bill. Check out to make sure Craig is alright. He then tells him he's not going to the prom and it's away from Vicky. He then knocks him out, because that's a great idea to knock someone out who already has a blow to the fucking head. Bill then digs up Mary Lou's grave, only to find Cooper inside of a cross still shoved down his, throats. his throat. Even. And how in the hell does this still have 20 minutes left? Anywho, at prom, Vicky is loving the attention from all the boys, plus Josh takes her photograph for the prom queen. Much, much later, Craig is awake, so calls Vicky's house, but Mary Lou has left an outgoing message on some machine saying she's at prom and she has people to kill. The fuck? Bill now has changed into his best three-piece suit, ready to take on Mary Lou, with prom crown in one hand and gun in the other hand. Meanwhile, at prom, Kelly, in her horrible prom dress, makes Josh change who will win the prom by giving in to his demands, a.k.a. a blowjob. Mary Lou, since this, So it gives him a shocking time, as Joshy's Macintosh blows up, electrocuting him as it does at prom. Bill is stuck in the hallways with his gun, waiting to strike, as you don't. and by the way, Joshy's death looks cheap. The 80s lightning effect is beyond dumb. Oh God, it's crowning time. Mary Lou wins, so goes on stage. to finally get the crown she wanted 30 years earlier. And here, Bill shoots her through the heart. Craig arrives to see Vicky's dead body. Well, Mary Lou. As Mary Lou's demon comes out of Vicky's dead body. Panic hits the prom. Mary Lou pulls a carry and locks on the doors, killing all inside. Craig fights Mary Lou, who chases him to the basement. She tricks him into thinking she is Vicky, or to try to kill him with all the props in the room. Who the fuck wrote this shit, and why has it still got ten fucking minutes left? The suitcase suddenly flies open, and sucks Craig in, trapping him in hell. Bill comes in, and finally crowns Mary Lou. The two then kiss. Evil Dead comes, speeds up to them, and takes him into hell as Mary Lou's grave explodes. Cuts to 1957 with Mary Lou and Bill dancing at the prom. Psych! He's in hell and Mary Lou has possessed his body. Craig finds a terrified Vicky in a suitcase wearing the clothes she wore when she first found uh, the prom crown as the crucifix, well, the cross that he gave her from much earlier, is tied on the lock so all the time Vicky was walking around with a cross wasn't the one he gave for it, was a silver one this one's gold they head outside, get inside a car with Bill in the front the two of them kiss as he rose off into hell, as credits roll, so that was hello Mary Lou prom night too who thought this cheap night around Street crossed with Kerry with the side of poltergeist was a good fucking idea this is nothing but a cheap Nasty clone nothing makes believable sense if Vicky was took over all along then what is with her fighting with Mary Lou over control of the body This thing can be skipped. There is no crowning glory here. I'm gonna give this thing a woefully pathetic 3 out of 10 and this may be a good time if you're drunk with a handful of friends over pizza, but give it a miss if not still, come back next week as I look at Prom Night 3, delivered us from Evil. Yet, more from Mary Lou. Yay. Then, the rest of the month for the remake. Anyway, don't forget to like, share, comment and subscribe. Also, follow me on Twitter at HereJohnny'sPod. And email me most suggestions to reviews at gmail.com Check out my other franchise podcasts of Hellraiser, House, Resident Evil and more. Also my solo podcast of Cino Evil, New Year's Evil, Evil Dead and many, many more. Hey bye and remember, I watch these bad movies so you don't have to. You do have to have a nice ice cold Pepsi.